welcome to Don't Be All Like I'm Cool, a way to deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. My name is Julia, and I am standing in for Elizabeth, who is moving. She's moving to where it rains. And Alex mm-hmm. and I are thinking, why? Anyway, here we are. Yeah, why is that? Well, she can answer for it next week. Anyway, Alex, what's your tagline? <laughs> Um, I've come up with something, uh, instead of a tagline this week, it's more of like a punch up. It's more of, um, my, my alt to a pre-existing thing. So my pitch instead of homeless, not toothless is (laughs) can't afford a rental, but can get dental (gasps) just as tasteless as toothless. (laughs) A very tasteless name. Homeless, not toothless. Do you know that I did get my eyes on the Google search of this? And that they have like a 2.7 star rating for a nonprofit? And all the reviews are just of the name? And that was us. You and I reviewed them. (laughs) (laughs) That's bad for such like a noble... I mean, I don't know how no, I don't know how this is really run, but like, just like in theory, like it's a nice cause. So for it to have such a low rating is really embarrassing for them. It's so embarrassing. I mean, more embarrassing than the name, which was yeah. rough. My tagline is, "I'm the queen of New Jersey, and let them eat cake." And this is in celebration of <laughs> Teresa's very Rococo wedding hairstyle, mm-hmm. which I truly loved. Like, a lot of people are comparing her to my big fat gypsy wedding or toddlers and tiaras. You know, a lot of TLC Mm -hmm. adjacent. My big fat Greek life, the sitcom version of my big fat Greek wedding, the last one season. She's getting all the comparisons. And yet, when I saw her, I saw a woman, a queen, Mm -hmm. Marie Antoinette. I think, yeah, Teresa, your hair did go that high. And congratulations. And you are a queen amongst us. I mean, your own brother did not venture to your wedding. Yes. Do you have any further scoop on that? I've kind of been holding off. Here's something I've been meaning to bring up on the podcast is that not only do we have to watch these shows, so much of the drama is happening off screen, even when like the season's not airing, that you kind of have to like be up to date on all the storylines when they're happening in real time. Because sometimes when you're not and the new season starts, you feel like mm-hmm. you missed like two seasons in between the season's airing. Totally. On the internet, I did read a rumor that during the season finale of Real Houses in New Jersey, Teresa accused her brother and sister-in-law of having extramarital affairs, and that mm-hmm. is why they didn't. Did you also hear this? Mm-hmm. I also heard this. And this is why what I just said is difficult, because I wouldn't get to hear about this for another year if I wasn't up to date. So... I wish we could wait for when we actually saw it in Bravo time because I want to hear the Marge takes on it. I want to know what Dolores has to mm-hmm. say about it. I kind of honestly want to know Louis' take. Yeah, because sometimes a lot of the fun is like in who's the person dishing the information. Well, speaking of not Jersey, which we won't be able to see again for like a year, shall we get into Atlanta? Oh, yes. Let's. Okay, so Atlanta... We got to go to Jamaica. I was so worried we were going to have a whole packing episode getting us to Jamaica. But no, we have arrived. Mm-hmm. Um, Yaman. Yaman as well. Yeah. There, we got it out of our system. 
And the man that we yawed is John. Is that his name? Yes. Random tank top guy. Yes. Did he really just leave during that dinner? (laughs) I think it would be, it would have been very weird of him too, since like that drama was so outside of him. Mm-hmm. If we don't get an explanation for why he walked out during that, that is very weird. I just told myself that 37-year-old John just went to the bathroom. I think so. It would be funny, though, if like they kept running into him and he kept trying to like leave this situation. It takes a bold person to sign the waiver to get on that TV show when he's just hanging out at a resort Candy has also been to prior to this trip. I wanted, a fancy yeah. resort with his brother. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let me be on yeah, the real Yeah, I want to know what he's doing there. I want to know who he's really there with. I'm wondering if maybe he find, he actually got like a sense of the scale of what he was involved in like halfway through the dinner and that's why he left. Yeah, did he Google it as he sat there? Right, maybe after like um, Todd like made a reference to like Marlo joining a couple seasons ago, he was like, a couple seasons ago? Wait, how long has this been on? What is this? <laughs> Um, but I do have to give props to Sonia. I was hating on her for being such, really just a bitch about Kenya not bringing a plus one. She was mm-hmm. acting like Kenya's cousin was like a phantom cousin and had no intention of ever going on this trip with Kenya. And then she was the best wing woman around. She just really, truly wants Kenya to have a plus one, which is odd, but like she's putting her money where her mouth is. So she circled that little golf cart right back around, made everyone wait in the heat Mm -hmm. after what I'm assuming is an 18 hour flight for Kenya Mm -hmm. to pick up this John, this 37 year old man who may or may not have made it through a full dinner. Yeah, she's like, Maybe she's, like, embarrassed by how the season's been going so far for her because she's really trying to be, like, really cool with everyone. She got Drew the nice room. Yes! So I think it's I think it's just a course correction. I don't know how much it says about her true character yet. Yes. Alex, have you ever seen an episode, I have not laid my eyes on it, on the Candy Todd, Candy and the Gang spinoff where they go to their restaurant and Vanderpump rules it? I have not watched Candy Pump Rules about Blaze, the restaurant, um, and not their child Blaze. But this is a take I already have on it, and I think Todd has been made to think that he is a star of this show. Yep. Because mm-hmm. he is truly putting himself in... Yes, it's very rare that you see one of the husbands, especially in this cast kind of try to have the same amount of vitriol in like their arguing or like really jump into a fight as aggressively as he as he did mm-hmm. like even ralph who you would maybe expect that from of this crew like whenever he's challenged by someone he kind of just like rolls over it's like haha whatever but yeah yeah i think it's weird that todd is seems to be like he has such a chip on his shoulder about like everything in this season but also, at the same time, what was Marlo doing? Why center the, the big argument that you're going to present for this sequence mm-hmm. around raising children when that seems to be the thing that's like triggering you the most right now? Is like the big 
thing you're trying to work through in your life, redirecting it towards other people is only going to have a bounce back at you. I can't tell if it's like a coordinated housewife move that she's making to just keep herself in the drama. That's the only thing I can oh, that think would to be justify so sad. that. There's another sad parenting issue happening too on Atlanta. And that is the Ralph's book that Drew does not know about and is invited to write the foreword, but is not allowed mm-hmm. to know the inner workings at all of this book. Is worried that this book is going to be a smear campaign. Mm-hmm. She has every right to think that. But I find the Drew Ralph situation kind of funny. It is like the one thing, like if you're going to give Ralph credit for anything, it's like stepping up and taking an active role in her son's life. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he's spinning it into a book deal is very funny to me. (laughs) Where he's keeping her completely in the dark. It's a book about co-parenting where Drew isn't even allowed to see (laughs) the book. She's not allowed to co-write. It could be all about like how horrible she is as a mother and why that's like why he has to step in. Like she has no idea. I mean, I would venture to say that's exactly what it is, considering that she's not allowed eyes on it. Absolutely. And she's already putting up the argument to be like, I didn't even know what was in this. Because I'm assuming it's like about to be released now, right? I'm, of all the Bravo books, that's the one I've, I'm most excited about. I know, they're doing a great <laughs> job. Are they geniuses? They're smarter than they look. That's all I gotta say. All yeah. right. Should we go in to Beverly Hills? Yes. Here's something very sad that happened this week in Beverly Hills. We learned that even Sutton's assistant is mean to Sutton. Oh, no. Just the way he talks to her around the house. Yes. Anyway, she, she, I feel, I feel for her. She's vaguely problematic, I guess. Again, something from having to keep up with these women outside of the show. Like, there's a lot of rumors leveled at Sutton for her alleged racism and whatnot. But from what I'm seeing on this show, I'm like Garcelle watching all these people dump on Sutton all day. And I'm like, well, what's everyone's deal? Asher. He and Diana talked about their baby-making plans. So far, they were both in separate corners of that outdoor sofa eating their lunch. They could not be further. Well, he's a singer. He has to constantly work on his projection. (laughs) You think this is a vocal exercise? (laughs) The lack of intimacy is actually a vocal exercise. Well, it is so obvious. I don't know how to put this without sounding insensitive to Asher, but he's a gold digger. I mean, come on. She's, like, hiding behind corners, trying to listen to his talent. Mm-hmm. So her favorite thing is when he forgets she's in the home. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, frame by frame a scene from Fifty Shades Darker, where Dakota Johnson uh, is walking down the stairs, and she hears um, a Jamie Dornan, like, playing piano, like, downstairs. It was, like, the exact same scene. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So the producers of Really Hills are really happy to taste. stage these for Diana and Asher to try to give us a little something-something. Yes. Okay, that is rough. Were you as excited for the secret musical guest at Homeless Not Toothless as the ladies were? I was honestly surprised. I was pretty I excited. It was going to be Boy George again. 
Also, Crystal brought a friend. So she still has friends left, even though I know that she's been down 14 this year. But, like, Crystal had a couple friends there. I think she's doing fine. Uh-huh. Or maybe this is the one time Crystal has, like, strategized well while being on this show and realized she has to stop this rumor if she doesn't have any friends. <laughs> oh, if there was any doubt in my mind that Mauricio and PK's friendship is strange. Oh, This my episode. Gosh. The stuff they were saying, I was surprised that, like, they know they're mic'd. What are they doing? Explicitly implying who, what women they'd want to fuck at that party. Um, I agree with PK's taste, though. If you were going to pick another woman. Garcelle. Oh, yeah. Shoot. But between Eric and Jane and Lisa <laughs> Rinna. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Also, the Gucci belt given to Mauricio, and then they sat with each other's arms around each other's chairs at dinner. They're weird. They got dirt on each other. They got a lot of dirt on each other. I think that Mauricio was one of the people who broke into PK and Dre's home. Break into my house, I'll get you that belt you like, mate. Yep. And I'll let you have Rena. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we do Southern Charm? Oh, yeah. Now that we got the vegetables out of the way, let's get to the protein of this episode, (laughs) which is Southern Charm. Now, I'll be honest, at first, I thought, is this this show, is it running out of steam a little? Just because I knew going into it that it was going to be the dog wedding episode. Yeah, is this the shark jump? And it, it it blew me away, honestly. I loved it. I truly understood, like, this is the only wedding that Patricia is going to be throwing for a loved one. Not only that, is this the only wedding we episode we've had on Southern Charm? Mm-hmm. I feel like Paige and Craig's is right around the corner. I think they're going to get for married sure. within, like, an uncomfortable speed. I feel like we're all going to be like, guys, it's too soon. Mm-hmm. Well, they've been talking about marriage since their, like, first day as an official couple on Summer House, so. Just a couple of weeks ago, they were rocking on a rocking chair, and I was like, I'm not a fan of the scene, and it's just because it's moving too fast for me. Didn't he mm-hmm. just sleep with Naomi? I, it's true, but we did get one scene um, that finally kind of like shattered their perfect image because the thing I was getting annoyed by was like every Craig and Paige scene is that like they just love each other it's so perfect mm-hmm. but this episode when they're talking about Craig snoring and Paige jokes that like she smothers his face with a pillow at night Craig looks terrified yes and she says laugh that was funny and he does not laugh no, and it made me think, is, is this a flashback to like something Naomi did to him? Or is this like a flashback to when Paige implied that she would murder him a couple episodes ago? She does go on the record and has done multiple times saying, I'm way smarter than he is. I like my men dumb. Yep. I yeah. think he does fear her. Did you pick up on the steamy Naomi and Whitney? Oh, that you look beautiful. Oh, you yes. look beautiful. That exchange. I honestly did clock that as like weird when it happened, but I would never have imagined it was a tease for them hooking up. I see why they both would want this, and I'm honestly happy for them. 
Of all the Whitney romances, I guess, yeah, now I'm thinking about it, it probably does make the most sense. But it's been so long since we've had a Whitney romance on this show. And they usually happen off screen. Yes. When he hooked up with Catherine, we just saw Patricia found her underwear on his floor. And that was the evidence that we received was through Patricia's eyes. Awkward. Whitney took the wedding so seriously. I was really proud of him. It's his precious mother's event. He was really in it to win it. But the Naomi and Whitney romance, I think, might actually be a thing. They both want everyone to think they're really cool, and they have that in common. That will destroy Craig. Because, again, watching Southern Charm from the beginning, we know how much they, like, hate each other. Yes. Craig really hates Whitney. He thinks he's, like, the devil. I mean... So, this would be amazing. And he kind of is the devil. I... I don't know if you watch The Boys, the Amazon show, but they're like the villain of the show looks exactly like Whitney. And I saw it for the first time this episode. And now it's. You'll never unsee. I'll never unsee. Austin, I think, is one of the most valuable Bravo cast members currently on Bravo. He he just drives so much of the drama. Mm -hmm. I, I think Southern Charm would be. I don't know where it would be right now without him, to be honest watching him realize that he's going to have to stand at the altar with Madison during this dog wedding was the most precious thing ever. Seeing him compete actively over a girl he has no interest in with a man who says tequila makes me pee myself. Also amazing. And then seeing the wheels turn when he hears Sierra's in town and thinks, okay, now I'm going to, I'm going to get with her to make both of them mad. (laughs) It's, it's genius. I'm going to yeah. bring us right into awards. Based off this conversation that I've had with you just now, I'm giving the Bravo Boy Award to Austin. It used to go to Craig. I sadly think mm-hmm. Paige has stripped Craig of his Bravo Boy status. Wow. Austin is the new Bravo Boy. What this are your thoughts big, on this? This is a big move. I agree, and I'll... I'll restate my stance that I always have. It's always weird to me when Bravo fans are like, we need to fire this person because they're a bad person. No, you got to keep them on the show. A hundred percent. It's why Teresa Judice will always be the queen of Jersey. Absolutely. Yes. And what's your award, Alex? Um, my Caroline Award, named after Caroline from the Outcast song Roses. Um, famously, she thought her shit didn't stink. Yes. This award goes to Sheree from Atlanta. Yes. Now, does she really, do you think she honestly does believe this? Yes. And that's why she wins the award. Alex, thank you so much for joining me. Of course. And thank you, Elizabeth. Oh, she's being shy. (laughs) Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at like uncool podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.